1: The first selection of the National Hockey League Draft belongs to... The
2: Daily Face-Off podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL Draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eizerman picks it up.
0: Eizerman moving, blue line, champs. It. And it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday night
1: as you're lining up for a gym trail. Way to go, game! Into the zone, Sikora kicked it out, got it back near side
3: Korea. Korea, the
2: face-off
1: the daily face-off
2: The daily face-off podcast with your host brock segan
3: all right welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode number 51 of the daily face-off podcast i'm your host brock segan with me as always michael beebs bonnie how's it going beeps it's
0: going pretty good it's a little late night app, so uh <laughs> i'm gonna use my late night voice tonight Ooh,
3: the old, the old kind of <laughs> episode number 51 pillow talk all right and 59. from branford we've got dylan Dean berth and you how's it going Dee?
2: uh i was doing okay and then i just i just got ramped up to it really good by beef's late night voice so i'm in the zone right now wait we're gonna be be here all night
3: that escalated quickly uh yeah i'm sorry i apologize for making you guys wait a little late uh i apparently decided i was gonna go to a windsor spitfires game about three weeks ago
0: how do you just apparently decide
3: that well my dad's got some ticks and Sometimes he get gives them to me sometimes he doesn't and I agreed to some some weeks ago and then he was like, hey, um, yo, these tickets for you are My
0: schedule is just so full that he has to agree to Spitfire yeah. the games three weeks in advance
3: yeah. <laughs> sure, So I was just like, okay, so we went. Uh, it was a good game. I'm really disappointed like the OHL, The OHL used to be more fun.
0: I know. They don't hit anymore. They don't hit. uh, They don't fight. I like the biggest OHL. You know what, though,
3: man? Tonight was crazy. It's up and down the whole time. You guys are crazy. No, but tonight was crazy, man. So I've never been to a game. Wait, did you see Drapes? No, 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 man. And it wasn't that crazy. No. So, (laughs) you know, I think it was, you know, that Hayden McCool guy?
0: oh do we know oh,
2: we've
3: talked about this on the podcast Hayden McCool's is. the guy yo so something like no, so I
2: don't know who you say this cool. every yeah. time you go he was games.
3: skating like to go behind the net to pick up a puck and he kind of got tripped up by a guy from Saginaw and man like it was it was like the whole like the air just got taken out of the building like he just went like brain first into the boards and was just Survived. like just out man and like yeah. I've never been in an arena like you see it all the time where crazy stuff happens people come out with the stretcher and take the guy off I've never actually been in the arena where it happened like it was just dead son like I've never it was nuts man he went Yeah just, you don't like re- seeing that He went brain first and they had to take him off I was like whoa it was a new experience for me I've never been in the arena like when that just happened it was it was I forgot you didn't play hockey as a kid cuz that's not like it was that bad <laughs> I did play but, hockey like, as a kid Come but, like, on. not, like, yeah, I don't know. But I've never seen, like, but I've like, never seen, like... It's a I've, lot. Yeah. Oh, man, it was brutal. Like, he just went, when it happened, like, you know, you see some guys go, like, into the boards, he went right, like, into, like, the dasher, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be ugly, and then right, one so guy, one guy in okay. front of me turned around, he's like, let's just hope he's faking it. I was like, dude, he's not even moving. <laughs> he's for sure not faking it. This is real yeah. life, yeah, but... No, no. It was, uh, anyways, besides, aside from that, it was a good game.
2: So, hope you know, hope
3: spits so. are uh, they're really hurt right now. Yeah. They're so. banged up. Yeah. We, I went to a, I went to the game with a guy who played and he played junior C and junior B and he was just like, yo, I played against this guy. I played against this guy. I played against this guy. What, what are they guys doing out here? Like they don't, yeah. I don't know. So the, the, the spits are banged up, but anyways, let's get into, uh, some NHL talk. We're not a, we're not an OHL podcast, although could yeah. be actually we shouldn't even get into that that would that would, we would go nowhere as an OHL podcast.
0: Yeah, as I said, <laughs> no way we can barely keep up with the, the NHL can't even attract a market yeah <laughs> you know while we're at it let's just do a KHL podcast for oh that'd be good i would
3: be at least it'd probably go better than the OHL
0: although because no, all you'd focus on is Pavel Dazuk and no one wants that
3: oh I would talk a lot about Pavel Dazuk but yeah that's besides Kobe? the points uh, anyways, let's go around the league. Let's go around the NHL because I think there's a couple points that this week we. There are things that we've touched on on this podcast before. Raised. That we really need to revisit. Um, I think it might just be about that time for Brock, Beebs, and D. I think all three of us are in the same boat here. It's about time about for us to bite us. our tongue on the. New York Islanders is it is it really time I mean all of a sudden yeah. they finally fire Capuano which we all asked for they bring in Dougie Wade as their head coach and all of a sudden they're on a seven game I think it's seven games six or seven game point streak and are the point. Islanders just are they better than we really gave them credit for or is this just a little bit of a fluke like really we've been ripping these guys apart all year
0: yeah, because they've been putting out like the weirdest lines ever, and that was because of Capuano. I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like they've always been a better team than what they were putting out. It seemed like they were trying to lose for no apparent reason. And, I don't <laughs> know. Anders Lee lose. seems like he's Anders Lee and Josh Bailey, and they've kind of worked with Tavares, which is I think definitely a difference maker now. And I, I don't think they're that good. I just think they're on a good run right now. But I don't, I don't know. I don't see them making the playoffs. To be real.
2: Uh, yeah, honestly, I think, like, most of it is just Thomas Grice is way better than we ever anticipated, um, or playing way better, um, but, yeah, they're in, like, the top five, um, for shooting percentage at five on five, um, so, obviously, you know, they've been slightly fortunate, uh, as far as that goes, um, I do think, like, we obviously talk about how good Tavares is all the time, despite, you know, his slight struggles this year, um, so yeah I think it's probably a little bit both to be honest I think we were probably going a little too ham on the chirps um but also are people, they are this good yeah it was, it was very six but yeah to s- be fair most of it was just picking apart their lines Well, because they were terrible and I still don't think Tavares has a lot to play with at all no, and Andrew Ladd like, was a terrible signing yeah
3: mm-hmm. no it, that'll never that'll never be like not a thing <laughs> cannot let um, that
0: one go That's but yeah
3: so they're 6-0-1 in their last seven so it was this, it is a seven game point streak um but you look even like it's funny if you look at like the team like the guys that are doing the damage. I mean, Tavares has been hot over that stretch. Uh but even like Nikolai Kuhlman's a near point <laughs> per game. Yeah, I don't get that. Jason Chimera is a near point per game. I mean, they're just they're getting contributions from from almost everyone, which is what you need to go on a, on a nice little run like that. But I just I mean
0: Any team with Dennis Seidenberg in their top four still. Come on. <laughs>
3: Any team that dressed Steven Gianta at Pretty any soft. point seems super questionable. <laughs> they just have a and lot of questions. Like, Dolphins. I mean, we we really did. We've ripped them apart a lot this year. Uh, and I'm not about to just t- totally back off of that at all. I, I just,
2: like... <laughs> you can continue to rip.
3: I just, I just can't see, like... I mean, I think Thomas Grice is a lot better than almost every single person gives him credit for. But... I just like I'm not like about to sit back and look at this lineup and have Thomas Grice and JF Barube in goal and look and be like, Ah yeah, that's a playoff team. It's just it's just <laughs> they're just not. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean even
0: look at their their top six really isn't stacked. Like it's you got I it's not know. no, it's not they're like, not
3: that good. I just it, I think it's just a run. I mean any- every team has a run. The wings won six in a row at one point this year. I mean this it's a run.
2: Apparently in, people don't forget uh, 67 that. 67 games with the Islanders over the last two years, Grice is sporting a 926 save percentage.
3: I know. I think Grice is, I think oh, Grice is a really, really strong net miner.
2: It's really sure. good.
0: Like,
3: I, uh, they didn't just sign him to a four-year or three-year contract extension for nothing. He obviously... Yeah,
2: it's crazy. Too. Like, he's legit just played better the last two seasons than he had ever in his career.
3: It's crazy, but, too, because... Um,
2: really good contract.
3: I saw a stat today. I think mm-hmm. Grice... I, I think it was for just this season. This is a D stat where I've seen something in my head and I have to pull it out of my ass. But it <laughs> was a it was a Sean Tierney stat pointed out that Grice faces um, like the second closest shots out of any netminder in the league. So the quality of shots that Grice faces is second in the entire league, and he's still posting really strong numbers. So. I guess that either points to A, how good Grice has actually been, or B, how bad the Islanders actually are, and it's just maybe a run. Do you guys think they're a playoff team for real or what? No, not at all. B,
2: or D's? Are uh, right? No. Right, but so. if Grice, like, you know, keeps playing at a 928 save percentage, like, anyone's a playoff team with that goaltending.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, like, even... Uh, yeah. Can you even believe while we're on the topic like how good has peter boodi been for for the kings like he's it's been, been awesome. better yeah. than he's been yeah. better, better than, than quick, jonathan quick yeah he's been yeah. like this his save percentage this year is like only been beaten by quick i think like two times in his whole career he is really
2: yeah for no reason either. diamond in the rough diamond in the rough no goalie's are voodoo it doesn't make sense his career in 905, you just put him a 922 in his age 34 season. He'll be back yeah. in the AHL next year. What the hell?
3: He'll just we're be back retired. Out, but... like, he'll be retired next year be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're he is done. He has sweet flow, though. Hi, he's a great goaltender.
1: Apparently. Hair. Apparently. His hair. Okay, about...
3: sorry. Not so yeah, so no, what a
2: pickup he, what, he's been in, like yeah. uh, across the fantasy board, though.
3: Average? Yeah, really, though. Let me just talk board about it real, on real quick while here. I brought it up. So, it is at Charting Hockey, Sean Tierney, one of the best... Oops. Followers that you'll have on Twitter. Um, average shot distance faced. Lundqvist is facing the uh, the closest shots of anybody. And then Thomas Grace. I know why you want to Peter mention Peter Morazic and Mike That's Smith why. is the closest. And then the uh, the furthest shot distance. Peter Budai um, is the fourth furthest. Then we have Brian Elliott, Connor Hellebuck, which we mentioned last week. And Tuka Rask. So Tuka Rask is... Who's by all accounts has had kind of a tough year, um, is actually has the best team in front of him apparently in terms of generating or uh, Where shots suppressing shots, you know, from the inside there. So, anyways, I think I'm that, calling
0: that, you out for only wanting to mention that because Mrazic's third at the bottom.
3: Well, no, I I tweeted out today. I'm like, well, Mrazic isn't shit. Just the Red Wings are, <laughs> which is there, which is totally true. Anyways, moving yeah, along, around the league, here we go, Ken Hitchcock was fired. Is it because maybe his, uh, his time ran its course? Was it Ken Hitchcock's yeah. fault that he got fired? Or was it Jake Allen's fault? Jake Allen. Beeb, do you think it's Jake Allen? <laughs> like,
0: not completely. I think it's both goalies' fault. I mean, Carter Hutton's played better than he should have, but for a long time he was just playing dog shit put it there but jake allen's also just been playing pure dog shit i don't know i think i I think it's a little bit of both coaches kind of running its course like you see this happen all the time coaches get stale after they've been somewhere for a long time maybe that's what it was but also the goaltending as we know has not helped anyone in st louis and it's the reason they're not a playoff team right now so i don't know the team in front of them was phenomenal besides the goaltenders so i see that as a huge uh huge end up for me really i don't know
2: yeah, no, I, I agree for sure. Um, St. Louis goalies face the fifth-least shots against this season, uh, and obviously Allen hasn't played up to what you have hoped. But, you know, I, you don't want to pin it squarely on Allen, and I don't think that's fair to do either. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, management's made some poor decisions, like, uh, you know, probably going all-in with Allen uh, with no real elite seasons under his belt at that point. Um. You know they probably could have made a push. Bing Elliot. I know that hasn't worked out in Calgary. Um, yeah, really. But you know, something to kind of compliment the the situation there. They put a lot of faith in Allen, and uh, you know, obviously it was a lot to ask. He had never really taken on a, a full gig before. Um, but you know, the the Blues aren't doing as good of a job at uh, creating offense as they have. But you know, the roster is not as good as it was either. Yeah, that's um, true. It didn't so change I, that much
3: though. I don't, it don't think it really didn't.
2: Guys just think, got older, uh, it seems.
3: Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, re- losing uh, David back is, like, seems to have... isn't space, really that big. Well, no, but it seems to have just absolutely destroyed them.
0: <laughs> As a team, yeah, yeah. It's
2: just a big hole down the middle for, like, what he brought, or what kind of role he played, I guess, for that team. Um, it kind of takes guys away from other spots. Uh, so I think it's, you know, it's probably more on management at the end of the day, and obviously the play of the goaltending, but I think management could have done a better job looking out for that. Um, you know, and it's just kind of sad how it works out like that that they can try to divert the attention away from themselves by firing the coach like that
3: well and there's a i think there's a lot of contributing factors to the blues struggles this season i mean um i read a little bit of what Elliot friedman wrote the other day and he kind of said that the way hitchcock coaches he's so hard on his players that you just need a really strong captain to kind of like take what the coach says and then feed it back to the players. And that was kind of what David Backus was. And then when he left, it kind of hurt them, which you can read into that what you will. But then when you also take a look at their goaltending, they went from the fourth best uh, even strength save percentage last year to the third worst in the NHL this year. Like that Mm -hmm. is such an incredible Mm -hmm. decrease Now, whether you want to look at Armstrong for getting rid of Elliott maybe too early, maybe they should have came into this year with Elliott and Allen and risked uh, and kind of went for it this year, and maybe if you had to dealt Elliott at the deadline instead of dealing him in the offseason. I mean, the whole um, expansion draft kind of screwed them there, right? They had to – it kind of forced their hand. They're like, okay, we have to deal Elliott and just roll with Allen as number one, make sure it works out. But Allen – just really has looked just mediocre if if not even worse than what we expected. I mean, I think Allen yeah. is better than what we've seen. Um, but he's also played behind better blues teams in the past. So maybe he isn't as good as we we'd that actually seen so in years good. past. I mean, we've talked about this at you know, at length with, with Elliot. Is he as is he that good of a goalie? Or has he just played behind really good blues teams? And now all of a sudden, this Blues team isn't as good as it usually is, and now Allen's struggling. So maybe (laughs) they really didn't have that good of goaltending. Maybe they were just really that good, and now all of a sudden it's all kind of coming full circle.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Elliot was still stopping, um, you know, just more of the pucks, and so was Allen last year. So I do, but I, you know, I think we've kind of summed it up. It's definitely a, a combination of things. And, you know, it's important to know, like, even if the team is, you know, uh, maybe objectively still performing well um, if the player is if there's a rift between players and coaching like you're never really going to get probably the full potential um, out of that team so if that's the kind of decision they felt they had to make at that point that sucks but like, I don't think Hitchcock's gonna have a hard time finding another job if he wants one
3: yeah it, and I think a lot of it no. too Vegas. a lot of people were kind of angry because I think this was kind of his last year I think he kind of said this is my last year and then this is how they kind of do them at the end of his at the end of his tenure I guess sad little person with, with, with the GM <laughs> crying there it, yeah I don't know if you guys saw that at the press conference
2: well I, they were, they're know.
3: actually like he said he's like we're best friends yeah like that would be sad that that'd be like me kicking you guys off the podcast I would cry you too, tried man. to
0: earlier and then we just <laughs> physically made you keep us on
3: no yeah. but <laughs> if you look even if you just go to daily face off and look at at these lines, like, they just, they're, they're missing, they're missing something, like, I, they're missing David Backus, really, like, I mean, Paul Stassi's great and all, but he, he's a number two center, Yori Laterra has proven, he's just really nothing, he's, like, yeah, no, just, he's just being carried by Tarasenko, Patrick Berglund is in a perfect situation on the third line, but, like, they're just They've got good pieces on the wing, but they're missing that guy up the middle, which they had with Bacchus, and then they just can't afford, they couldn't afford to have him on the squad. So they need to move somebody like Shad and Kirk, and hopefully uh, they can patch up that hole up the middle. But, like, H- Yori Laterra, really just seems like the weak link in that whole group. You yeah, add somebody in the middle between Sanko and Schwartz, all of a sudden you got a dominant line yeah yeah. they've used them there before and it's worked that's the thing though but i don't know i just feel like if you add something better it would work better <laughs> i don't know i feel like is just
2: La- yeah but i also feel like yeah just stastny steen peron like obviously isn't as effective of a line as it used to be used to be exactly they're all getting older they're all yeah.
3: getting slower
2: yeah
3: and then last Less last but not least up. that we'll just really briefly touch on this uh, it has insane. nothing to do with yeah. fantasy unless you're playing against this guy this week. Uh, Brad Marshawn, who scored, I think he had two goals and an assist last night, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he did. He probably shouldn't even have been <laughs> in the game. Uh, he has just been... Well, last week he decided to uh, dangerously <laughs> trip, if that's how we want to put it. One Nicholas of Brock's favorite players. No, I don't even like him. And then... The other night he goes ahead and does it again on Anton Stralman and Stralman was none too happy about it post game, Um, and this is only weeks after he did it. uh, I think it was against Nashville. He did the exact same thing. So this is three of the almost the exact same plays in in a matter of weeks, and the only thing he has to show for it is a ten thousand dollar fine, which to this guy, the Draymond
0: Green of hockey. Yeah, which
3: Draymond Green kicks people
0: in the balls. No problem. He's slew-footing people, and they both get away with it.
3: Like, I just, just, like, I don't, I'm not going to go crazy about this. Uh, If you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm not too happy about it just because he's a dirty son of a bitch, and he just somehow keeps getting away with it because he scores a lot of points. But I just want to know what you guys think about it. How does he just continuously do this and somehow get away with it? D, let's go to you first because I know you're itching to talk about
2: it. I think he just kind of walks that line man like just the little stuff that he does like he he knows how to do it right like so he he's like he, he can always kind of defend it as oh it was an accident like he knows what he's doing you know what i mean so um for a guy like in the point race like that that he is now um definitely a, a bigger face than a show i don't know how much that really plays into it like i especially when we're talking about Marshawn and this guy has always had a history of this. Like it's not like it, a suspension would be deteriorating his image or anything or the league's image. Um, I just think he kind of knows how to do what he does. Um, and how to act like was me. Yeah. Like even on that play, like I feel like if it wasn't Martian, it wouldn't have been reviewed at all. Um, as much as I don't like Martian and as much as it very may well have been intended the whole time. Just the way it looked and the way it played out, and I feel like that's probably how they looked at it, um, and that was just my impression of it. It sucks, but it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's just yeah. what he does. He's that's. I yeah. think that's how he just constantly gets away with it. You know, he's so he's just like
3: so good, bird. but so greasy that he just greases by every time. Is what you're
2: saying? Yeah. yeah, he's smart about what he does. Like he, you know what I mean? Like everyone who plays that kind of role is definitely actually on another level they know what they're doing thinking yeah. wise yeah he knows what he's doing at all times for sure it's
0: like for do you sure. think Nazim Kadri think knows he, he's diving half the time yes and he, he knows it really what good
2: I don't know someone on tv talking about how his right? one wasn't actually a slew fit because he didn't you know push his uh didn't bring the forearm across the chest so
3: yeah but like that's <laughs> you know fine. he knows, it's that. A he knows it, his... but he's going in and just just sweeping the, the leg taking yeah, out yeah, so and not right, just guys, a he's, the legs, he's right? taking out veterans, he's taking out Cronwell, <laughs> who has a history of knee problems, Strawman, who's like I get it. 33 years old. It's, it's insane. Despic- but, hey guys, guys. Um,
2: D, D you know what I mean? Over. Like They look at that like it's a sweep of the leg. If anything, it should be a trip called in the game. It's crazy. That's why, just... that's why I think they called the way he does, and he definitely knows what he's doing. Like I said, he definitely knows.
0: No, And D touched it. Who's who's third in league scoring right now? Mr. Brad, Brad Rashawn. 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 Do you think the NHL wants to put the third best score in the league right now on the shelf for a couple games. They're, well, no, the if, if, if they
3: if they would have if they would have actually suspended him last, like I do last buy that Stars argument, game. Game.
2: but like I just don't even know if it applies here because like <laughs> Marshawn's image is like a scumbag, you know. Yeah, at this
0: point, yeah, really. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's I, just I really crazy do just me. think
2: he's really good at doing the
0: despicable. Thing. Really good at being bad but, but it's just crazy
3: uh, to me that innocent. he can do this a few weeks also ago good, and then do it to Cronwall yeah. the other night get a te- <laughs> like they looked at it and they're like okay that's not a suspension we'll give you a ten thousand dollar fine and then like his next game he does almost the exact same thing and they just look at it and like huh, fine yeah he probably didn't mean it how does that I just don't get how it happens it just it makes no sense to me and then i both- get
2: you know that's that is the one thing right you would assume at like what point does the guy st- stop getting the benefit for the doubt but actually like i think that they looked at that play and marshawn you know and they thought it, it was an accident so- yeah he played it so it could be so for sure. bullshit
3: oh and insane. at the end of the
2: day it wasn't a slew foot at worst it was a trip you know what and I mean? they
0: like, find him they already find them
2: they already did but fine I, there They did a week before I, for I the hate, same play. I hate, I hate uh, the way he yeah. plays. and I hate, you know, <laughs> like obviously there's some value to the game he plays. Oh, um, for sure. When you and he's just how playing points. how the rules dictate, you know. Like, like, I really don't think that play was a suspendable offense. No. Uh, but all so the I, together. It, but, you know, should it be? Probably. So I, but within the rules now, no. And Marshawn knows that. So it's just, um, this guy probably knows the rule book better than the refs do at this point.
3: <laughs> he's just like, what can I get no, no, away nah, with? He's you. not that
0: smart. Guess, it's just, it's yeah.
3: crazy because eventually, I'm you this, <laughs> eventually, he's going to get somebody that matters. And I'm not saying that Cronwall and Stallman don't, but he's going to get someone that matters, and then all of a sudden, they're going to throw the book at him. And that's probably what happens. It in my be.
2: opinion, he's not that dumb. So we'll see. I agree. He's just gonna keep going after guys. He knows who he's doing it to, man. He's not gonna, you know what I mean? Like he knows. He's just that scummy. Very, yeah. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not gonna
0: do that to Crosby, right? Oh, wow. he, he knows. That's I mean, because he won't get any to goals to get on, on K- Team Canada if he
3: does it to Crosby. Uh, anyway, anyway, before we go and visit the Blue Stones, let's revisit our All Star Fantasy bet from last week, where yes. the Risto let's, sweater was on the line. Revisit it. The two yeah. the two people who came second and third have to buy the winner a resto sweater. If yeah. you can't tell my my happy voice... Intro. Yeah. I think that I probably won. But anyways, let's break it down real quick. Uh, so, what we did was if uh, a player that you drafted performed in the skills competition and picked up a point for his team, he was given a point. If... He won the overall competition like Shea Weber did with the hardest shot or Connor so, McDavid with the fastest skater. He earned two points. Um, at the end of the skills competition, Beebs was in the lead Christ. with 16 points, followed yeah. by Dylan's 12 points and my 10 points. Get my
0: best, Jose Valverde. Man.
3: Yo, Biebs, you were absolutely <laughs> dominant in that relay yeah. race. The very first event, your team just <laughs> destroyed everybody. That's where uh-huh. you, that's where you picked up all your points. The rest of your points yeah. was literally Shea Weber. He drafted for the relay race for sure. I
0: that's what I was doing. You know, I wanted to just intimidate <laughs> you guys early, and I knew I was gonna do that. But,
3: yeah. but shortly so. after Beebs took the lead, <sighs> I think was Friday night, uh, with the Saturday. Re- Saturday sorry Saturday night with
0: the uh, skills a
3: competition, Saturday. we moved into the actual all star <laughs> competition. So what we did Ugh. was two go- two points for a goal, Ugh. one point for assist. And then if your goalie was on the winning team, whether he started or finished the game, didn't matter. He was given three points. Um, And I really just ran away with it at this point. Uh, I had 22 goals, Biebs had 20, and D had 20. But then I followed that up with 19 assists where D had nine and Biebs had four. (laughs) Even though you guys each had two goalie wins because I decided (laughs) to wait and draft Mike Smith. Uh, as my goal, can't believe that I ended up finishing with an overall total of 54. Dylan in second place with 47, and Biebs in third with 46. So, I cannot wait to tweet uh. out the photo of me wearing the Risto sweater because it is gonna be a gem.
0: Brock, what kids? Uh, what kids clothing oh, store do we find the Risto stores? sweater at?
3: Yeah, you're gonna have to probably go to Baby Gap see if they print. Yeah,
0: you, we can get it. In, in a kids Kids medium yeah. I, You know
3: what I think I could probably Squeeze into an adult small well, You don't
0: get taxed On kids clothes So we're saving money there Oh yeah
3: Bro <laughs> Dude you, how do you think, you think I've been doing it for, for all these years But uh, No, no I congrats though, though Brock You know what I, oh. I, I I just knew That I did really good As soon as I Like I didn't even Pay attention I didn't even watch it really But I glanced And I just saw that My boy Hickinson had two Or three goals And two assists My boy Come on and then Sorry, John Tavares. I took John Tavares so late. Two goals, three assists. Uh, but there was... But I had two... Wayne Simmons? How there... do I not get MVP points? That should just be 10 bonus points. True. You, you just win?
0: I still wouldn't win. But... 10
3: bonus points. Actually, I would win. 10 well, if you bonus had 10, yeah. I was never giving away 10 <laughs> points for MVP. Where's his That's option? Just... Well, because you shouldn't even have won. Even, even Simmons that. himself said, yo, Atkinson should win. He said it himself.
0: No. Simmons himself said... Yo, if anyone's putting fantasy points on this, this is wait, wait, a 10-point performance.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Does that award actually matter? Like, does he get money for it? Does mm-hmm. he get a car or something? I don't think it mattered.
3: No, the winning it team matters? gets a million bucks. That was it. That's no, what I mean.
2: The MVP's got to get a bonus or something, no? Mm, not that I know of. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. But before... It's actually sick that they just get a fat Millie before we go to break i just
3: it's want all gone to- that night though before
0: yeah, you know we go- what
2: i mean like they're like oh nobody cares dude when you're in the locker room for the last game and you're like yo like if we win this we're all gonna get like 80 grand like you're all gonna try a little oh, bit well, dude, that I'm last
3: saying? game was so much better than any game that night like that game yeah but
2: uh you know the pacific they weren't effing around from the start they knew what was on the line they knew oh, that's on- why why do you
3: mm-hmm. think i drafted all pacific players
2: You drafted all the family men, dude. They were the ones that really wanted that extra cash. You know, those are college funds
3: right there. We We gave you that idea. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, I just, before we go to break, before we fire it over to the Bluestones, I just want to point out the players that we drafted. um, I'm not even going to touch the skills comp, but on actual All-Star night, the players that picked up zero points. uh, My second round pick, Patrick Kane, Big Donut. Beebs' second round pick, Patrick Line, Big Donut. <laughs> Beebs' hometown pick of everybody's favorite avalanche, Nathan McKinnon, I Big Donut. Like that. And I finally, I think, I, it was, say- I think Dylan finally just <laughs> caved and said, I gotta take a Blackhawk because everybody hey, loves the Blackhawk. What Hawks. round
2: did I take McKinnon? Mate?
3: Duncan Keith, oh. Big Donut. <laughs>
2: Oh, that sorry. My last yeah. defenseman didn't produce, bros. No, sorry, I'm just saying those Dungeons are the guys that put up nothing. There is a lot of ball. guys
3: that didn't put up anything in the actual skills competition. But I cannot That's wait to me. throw the old wrist. It says carry on. equal weight to goals. You don't even look like just, him. Pardon me.
2: this wrist carry look. equal weight to goals in this competition?
3: They didn't. But even if they even if they didn't, I would have won.
2: Yeah. Ugh.
3: I dominated. I ran
2: away with it. You did not dominate. You picked up a bunch of ghost second assists and that's how you won. Well literally
3: I didn't get any
0: MVP points.
3: Well the MVP points don't count.
0: MVP points shit. Anyway.
3: Anyways, enjoy the Blue Stones. When we get back, we will talk about uh some of the must own players under the age of twenty five that nobody is paying attention to. And then we'll get to a couple of your fancy hockey questions. So as usual, enjoy the Blue Stones. We'll see you guys back here in See just turn around and head outside.
1: Every time you with me, you just take me to the shit
2: episode 51 of the daily face-off podcast a late night edition i'm your co-host dylan berthium i hope you enjoyed those riffs from the blue stones Uh, but you know what no putzing around we're gonna get right into it because Beebs has to go to bed Uh, we're gonna get right into (laughs) players under 25 whose own percentage is far too low and then backslash keeper worthy players who aren't being rostered so you know um just basically give you guys an outlook on some young guys that we think Still have uh, some improvement to go in their careers. It could definitely move up uh, the depth chart of their own teams. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess maybe towards the end of the season, especially next season, kind of targeting keeper leagues here. Uh, so we'll, we'll get right into it, Biebs. Why don't you uh, hit, hit us off here? Who are you starting with? Who who are you throwing out there?
0: Um. Well, first off the reason why i have to go to bed is because i'm trying to be like these players and they all need a lot of rest so that's my excuse for that <laughs> and second off i'm making this up because i'm trying to open the document that i have it written on know. <laughs> uh, <but> <laughs> good stuff <stall. laughs> I, I had to call myself out um, my pick, over here. yeah that's what i uh, no actually i'm more a jordan type but i just never really made it you know <laughs> or
3: brother? we should yeah, try to get could. him on the show
0: we probably could what's
2: he doing
3: <laughs> nothing
2: Someone, now he's doing something like. in
3: hockey for sure. He's, something. he's, he's, the, the, fourth he's,
2: gonna he's the fourth guy,
3: you're bees. While you're reading, I'm gonna Google Jared Stall, see what he's doing. Okay,
0: all right. Well, while you're googling I mean, Jared Stall, I'm gonna be talking about Sebastian Aho, who's currently 25% owned. Um, Sebastian which, Aho. I don't know, right? Uh-huh. right, anyways. 25% <laughs> <old. Sorry. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this guy's gone up quite a bit this week because he had a hat-trick the other night, um, which when anyone has a hat-trick in fantasy hockey, everyone just grabs the crap out of them. Right, because that just means it.
2: they're going to score hat-tricks forever.
0: Right? right? Ryan Hartman, a couple weeks ago, yeah. The guy scores two <laughs> open net goals. No one researches <laughs> it. Everyone picks him up.
3: Anyways, I can't wait to talk about Jared Stall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sebastian Ajo, um this guy, I don't know. I see him as kind of the future one of the future key pieces of Carolina going forward. He's got fifteen goals, fifteen he's assists unreal. this year. He is really good, and he's only been getting more and more comfortable as the years gone on and twelve he's goals
3: more... in his last twenty games. Right? That's pretty that's
0: decent. He's uh he's third he's in like rookie 19, goal scoring. Right? Yeah, he's nineteen. Yeah. Third in rookie goal scoring and as in like the seven top
2: five in leaf's point scoring. So Yeah,
0: that's true. Sorry. But hey, give it up. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. But um, anyways, out of out of the top five goal scorers and rookies, they all have double digit points on the power play, and Aho is the only one who doesn't. So that means that he's getting his points on even strength, something that could absolutely fly up for him in the future as he continues to you know get more confident, as we talked about, get more ice time. Mm -hmm. Um, he's already playing though well, he is playing top six minutes out there. Those lines are absolutely crazy in Carolina. You never know what's going to happen. But he is, um, he is a guy we could see jumping seen up the some, first he line He's seeing
3: consistent year. minutes, though. He's seen consistent absolutely. top six. His minutes are very, very valuable. Yeah.
0: And another thing is he's shooting 12.3%, which, re- as we know, really isn't – like, that's not escalated or anything. That's not something that – that's an average percentage. So he can kind of keep this this up. He's, he's, he's bound – at this point, he's on pace to get almost 25-plus uh, goals. So – that's pretty good for uh for a young guy and especially for someone that next year you know if you if you're in a a ten person keeper league or something big like that you know one where a lot of guys are being kept keep him as a as a back end guy instead of uh instead of that old veteran who's maybe not getting better so um especially now my uh my young gun to pick up there all
3: right before we move along here, let's just talk about Jared Stahl real quick uh, <laughs> you're not gonna lie so go, Jared hey? Stahl last year only had okay. twenty four points in sixty four e c h l games uh, with the South Carolina wait, he Stingers, forward? he's
2: a forward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So twenty-four points in sixty-four ECHL games. <laughs> this year, he has ten goals, twelve assists, so he has twenty-two points in twenty-six games. That's
0: good. That's worthy of an AHL call-up. <laughs>
3: no, wait till you hear who he plays for. <laughs> he plays Nellers? for the Edinburgh, <laughs> the Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Capitals. In the, the Elite Ice Hockey League, which is a professional <laughs> ice hockey league in the United Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> so <done>. okay. Edinburgh, <laughs> yeah, Scotland, 22, he doesn't even have a point per game in the Edinburgh League. So hey, the old Scottish Hockey I mean, League. Hockey for a living. So you know what, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode, but I'm going to quickly message him. Hopefully he only has 500 Twitter followers and we can get him on the show soon.
0: That'd he's a sweet. stall brother he definitely has more than that take,
2: we'll just have to take an account for like the five hour time zone difference being in the uk and all
3: yeah
0: well
2: uh,
3: Beeps will have to stay up a little later than he's normally used to
2: sorry hey. sorry brock come on oh, Jared's he Jared must Jared's paid him all, more money man or like work i don't work. know because you're telling me like an echl team they're probably gonna roster a stall brother just for the sake of it right yeah and like, like that's enough point well, like that, that name's not lost. pulling that name's
0: got no pull in scotland you kidding me He's more playing. He's playing for the money at that point. I'm sure he has a decent enough contract to. You know, oh, the for money, Capitals. Whatever
2: oh, forum. dude, you've seen the world playing hockey. Come on, that's he's the dream. so much fun. I know. That's the dream. For just oh, forget definitely. about the fact that the rest of your brothers have carved out like ten-year careers in the NHL. Yeah, it's okay.
0: Can't all be the best.
2: I'd rather be the best in the Scottish League than the worst in the UCHL. Yeah.
0: Yep. Also, the third Subban brother got called up this week didn't touch ice but he got called up so another brother being shed Jordan out there yeah called nice. up for Vancouver anyways who did you guys pick up as your uh under 25s there
3: uh, I don't know I whatever one <laughs> you guys want go.
0: to go Brock
3: you go oh it's my turn if you want I, I usually you I guys just, go before me but hey I could just go I really I, honestly I'm not gonna lie here no, I, I probably created this segment just to pump my own tires because I'm really good at that uh, but I've literally, le- these uh. are the guys that have obviously escalated themselves into must own territory. Uh, and for years I've been pushing Shifley, Michael Granlund, David <laughs> oh Pasternak, God. and Nikolai what? Ehlers in my draft kits, but nobody ever listens to me. F- but, uh, Shif- just... Shifley's elevated himself into must own territory. This has nothing
1: to do with... Anyways, he has,
3: try. no, Shif- Shifley Push is must own. But Mikel Granlin, he's, dude, the guy's on 11-game point streak. Definitely yeah, a must-own. Uh, Passionate healers. We don't even need to talk to them. We're not questioning their
2: must-own. Yeah, we're questioning their relevance to this segment. Yeah, They are. No, I'm just. Those no, are they're not. A
0: two-minute intro about how you've called people from the past.
2: Well, no. <laughs> and you always steal guys that we say, and they just fall <laughs> under your umbrella. Yeah.
3: Dude, go back and buy my
0: draft
2: T- and Reiter, I'll T- back T-
3: sell them Eilings. to you. Yeah, five dollars for that for two
2: years ago. Anyways. Should I contribute to them so I wouldn't probably yeah. not pay no, to no. read it? No, no. But Grant, Grantland
3: is really Grantland is the the real reason why I even created this entire segment because he oh, still is only like seventy like percent, owned. Oh yeah. Only. Anyway, only. Anyway, yeah. Do you have
2: any real suggestions, or should we just move on? Oh yeah. no. Should we just talk about what you? Well, you've
3: besides Macaulay Grantland, um, I think that we mentioned weeks ago. His teammate, Nino Niederreiter, that's a guy, must <laughs> own under 25. We're not going to talk about him anymore.
2: What are we laughing about? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we got this one, right? We got this one, right? No, keep going, bro. Yeah, I know. Keep going. No, we'll I'm just, say, know, I'm just uh, saying, he's a must own under
3: 25. That's um, not
2: what we're talking about. This
3: yes, is. That's exactly what the segment is about. Anyways, Jacob Truba, another guy, gotta own under twenty-five. He's been on an absolute tear since he decided yes. to sign Truba's with the Jets. Yes, he a good one. He's only Truba, like there. You go. There yeah, you go. I'm just dude. I'm, I'm at anyway, mo- i continue to move along here. I got a number of guys here. I'm just gonna continue to rip through them. Andre Burakovsky. Now this is a guy. I like Burakovsky. This guy is the guy that I've. I've been touting since the start of the year. He hasn't really worked out like I expected, but he has five goals and seven assists. That's 12 points in his last 10 games. And if we're talking about must-owns under 25, then this 21-year-old is a guy that's going to be on my radar for years to come. He's still going (laughs) to... He might be. waiting for like. <laughs> the, even this second half might not even be no his time, but next year. <laughs> he's a keeper.
2: Oh, okay, no, I'm just going to. You, you should just now.
3: keep laughing for like 11 minutes. We'll see what happens. We should just play. Talking, we're just going to keep
2: laughing. We're just going to
3: play you laughing for 11 minutes.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Burkowski, definitely not a must own right now, but he's got some pretty nice uh, rated points. Uh, pretty high in the points for sixty category. He's only score only playing about twelve minutes a night right now. Um he's definitely picked it up late. So yeah, if Burkowski is to move up that lineup next year, um definitely a sick breakout okay I feel I like Brock, I not feel really like, a fault. He didn't break out this year considering he's only playing about thirteen.
3: Well, that's what, that was my plan. I was like, Well, he's gonna move up and Justin Williams is just old, but that never happened. But I feel like yeah. Burk well, I mean Kowski- Justin Williams
2: definitely is old. Burkowski
3: yeah. is going to become our new Nino Niederreiter. It's that guy that we're yeah. like, he should he move up. Very, he should move yeah, up. He should move territory up. Territory he should move now. up, and have, then he never does.
2: <laughs> he's in Nino Territory, but he's on a better team. So he's there's Nino borderline territory. more potential there. Um, I'll, I'll give one right now. I got Sam Reinhardt. Um, I'm going to talk about him quick because we did talk about him a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, but just kind of right. update the theme that we went with on that show. He's got 20 points at 28 games since Jack Eichel's returned to the lineup yep. on November 29th. Uh, which is, you know, right on pace with Eichel's 21 points over that span. Uh, and of those 20 points, 18 of them have been primary, which is, you know, a crazy uh, percentage, I guess. Um, it definitely bodes well for his production moving forward. I um, mean, you consider that his on-ice shooting percentage over that same span, sitting fairly low at 7%. Um, you know, it all looks pretty good for Reinhardt moving forward. Uh, a lot of people forget, you know, just second overall pick in 2014, yeah. 21 years old, 30% on Yahoo right now. Uh, and if you're curious, Eichel's on-ice shooting percentage also sitting pretty low at 6.6%. Um, so they've both been pretty good, but there's definitely potential more, um, especially as you know they both get older and uh, continue to improve. I feel uh, like the
0: really good too. Go ahead,
2: yeah. Go.
3: Well, I was just gonna say I feel like uh, D. Another guy we both were interested in mentioning was Anthony Mantha. Although it yep. would probably hurt you to mention him, um, he has a. A fifty-four point two Corsi four on like a really bad Red Wings team
2: <laughs> on a terrible hockey team. Yeah, yeah, but no, I uh, <laughs> actually like Mantha a lot.
3: No, Mantha is great. He has a seven point oh nine Corsi four relative to the shitty Red Wings. Um, <laughs> here's here's what the really crazy thing about Mantha is. Uh, he's really 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 good at scoring. He's yeah. so bad at defense. So, but if know. you're playing in fantasy hockey leagues, yo, this like guy.
2: Well, he's and gonna uh, score
3: for years to come. He's
2: and once it, Thomas Vanek is no longer in the fold, you know, come March, um, should definitely be some more power play time open up for Mantha. Oh, they're uh,
0: officially out of the playoff run. Yo, you, yeah, watch, you really guys want
3: to know real quick? You want to know something funny? So the other night, uh, Kyle Palmieri decided to score a shorthanded goal against the Red Wings. Saw it. It
2: was a nice goal. Yeah, I yeah, except for
3: Nyquist and Mantha just decided like, ah. F- back checking that's stupid why would we do that so then Not today, on the power play so today blast yeah, like, today Blaschel was like oh you guys don't want to back check on the power play that seems stupid just sits both of them neither one of them this is mind you this is the league's worst power play so they take like two of their best so players really you can put of anyone the, there and they're gonna literally off of the power, off the power play Steve Riley Sheehan on the top power play unit in Detroit. Do you have a goal yet? He doesn't have a single goal in 48 games. Uh, so that's how man. things are going in Detroit. I just wanted a quick update. Someone told like me... You don't have a good
2: coach either. Mm. Wait, no, this story isn't relevant at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good story. Wait. Someone told me Is it a they story? went to high school with Sheehan, which, you know, just just has no relevance. But I would love you know to go someone? to a school with a talking that as many goals as, as I have this remembered. year. I recently heard a story about Sheehan. And then, by the time I filtered it out, it was just far too late. I didn't hate it. Yo, but cool.
3: realistically, we have as many goals combined this year as Shea does. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah. really bad. That's we haven't even about. stepped
3: ice. We haven't even stepped on the ice. But we don't this have year. as much power
0: for play time, bro. We, yeah.
3: What? No, 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 no. We haven't stepped on NHL ice, and we
0: still yeah, have as yo. many goals. Remember
2: check those. Remember the least lineups last June. Remember yeah. who oh, made yeah. An appearance? Yeah, when baseball? they were trading
0: everyone away, and they. You know, they penciled in real quick. Beebs, let's move along. Beavs, go let's
3: go. Fantasy hockey. Here we We're go. Of the Travel.
0: bushnevich Yep. Wow. I absolutely slayed that, that, that pronunciation. I won't,
2: won't lie. Not um 11, that hard,
0: but keep going. Uh, uh, being it. super modest right now, but um, 11% owned right now. He's, uh, he's got, uh, right wing and left wing eligibility and that's Love just, it. uh, kind of the start for him he's kind of a guy who's been plagued by injuries this year but he's uh he's slowly fitting his way into the rangers lineup only 21 years old russian gotta like the russian aspect he has uh, <laughs> in 18 games this year <laughs> 18 games this year he has 14 points that's uh six goals eight assists he is shooting um above 21 percent, so he's definitely bound to you know go down but he doesn't really have the biggest sample size there um yeah, he's someone who yeah, absolutely. And uh, and a couple of games, you know, getting robbed. But um, but he has looked really good as someone that it looks like they're getting more and more confidence in as he gets healthier. He's been on a bit of a dry spell lately. He was at a point per game originally early on. um, And then now he's just slowed up a little bit. But yeah, still a but guy I mean,
2: we're not expecting to him to be up. at a point per game right now, right? Yeah, absolutely like, obviously-
0: what is this, Panarin? Come on!
2: I was <laughs> so,
3: I, I honestly thought that was I mean, sort of was one of the fancy questions. I was like, oh, I, I did not get the memo on this question. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he actually got moved to the fourth line today. So hopefully that doesn't last. Yeah,
2: but we're talking next year, so yeah. yeah. No, he is a uh, still a guy playing like 14 minutes a night, who's definitely impressed uh, a lot. Um, you know, in a short stint so far, and uh, yeah, just 21 years old, and like Beeb said, Russian. Yep. So whatever that has know. to
3: do with anything,
2: <laughs> whatever that means, usually means Geno's from where yeah. I'm from. Like, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I like Pusnevich. Um, kind of interesting, you know, third round pick. You don't really know what's there yet, but I definitely do think there's some potential. Yeah, it seems like um, he kind
0: of you know developed over in Russia,
3: and he's. he's it a seems, it just seems now. like he's he's spent a lot of time with Zabanajad and nash and they played really well together and then they Exact they went dry for a couple games and they decided to break it up but i mean the three of them have really seemed to develop a pretty nice chemistry and they'll probably end that up definitely get going all three year. of those guys are guys that are going to be in new york next year so i mean i i don't hate the guy at all he's he's going to be great next year
2: yeah no yeah. yeah it's gonna be interesting to see um so you you don't really got anything else to say bro no no, okay, he already uh, dropped all the people. I, got, dropped. I dropped like I seven players. players. Um, one guy I'll really talk about is Bo, Bo Horvat. Um, oh, yeah. All star Bo Horvat. He was so good his,
3: that we named an episode after him.
2: True. Yeah, we, no, it, uh, you don't know Bo. <laughs> 14 goals, 18 assists. <laughs> like I said, 27 of his 32 points have been primary. Um, so obviously, that's huge. Uh, he's proven to be an above average shooter. He shot 12.7% over 200 career NHL games now. Um, so, you know, while his shooting percentage right now is uh, pretty high at 15.4, uh, a hard drop seems pretty unlikely. Obviously, it could still happen. Um, but, you know, even if it was to drop back in line with the career average, like we were talking about earlier, that's literally a difference of about a goal at this point. Um, so, nothing that you should really worry about. Uh, he's been on the second power play unit all year, and it's going to be pretty hard to justify keeping him off that unit next season. Uh, He's still third amongst the team center in minutes right now um, to Hank and Brandon Sutter. Uh So, you know, an increase in ice time and specifically power play time, uh, along with, you know, just an assumed improvement in his game, which, you know, isn't ridiculous uh, at his age right now. Um, Could have Horvat poised as a real breakout candidate next season. The one thing that, you know, really kind of struck me as a takeaway when I was looking into Horvat, the Canucks, man, they can't if they're, they're really serious about getting better, like, next year, moving forward, they can't continue to dish out first line minutes to the Sadines, Right? Um, it, it can't happen, man. Like, it, it's going to get to the point where it's going to hinder the development of the guys like Corvette. The game's they need to find out what they want to do with the You know, I get it's ideal if they spend their whole career there, but it just does not fit at all. And, I yeah, I know, too, it's going to be really hard to ever move them because um, you're not going to be able to move just one of them. So, yeah.
1: But it's kind of a tough situation,
2: slow. but at the very least, you can you know start giving guys like Horvat the chance to kind of excel in those. Uh, ben Barchi, because you know they're pretty set, you know, with having Horvat play down the center, which obviously means he's not going to be playing with the scenes anytime soon. Um, um, but yeah, I like him a lot going forward, and then a couple other guys that just fit the bill. Um, don't really have a lot to say about him, but Provorov uh, out in Philadelphia and just nineteen years old. Oh, he's really so insane! Him. Yeah, yeah, and Tanner Pearson is another guy who really has never got a full run as a first line player yeah. um and i Natural think you know, score. if he does you know just kind of what he's shown so far will be enough to make him rosterable next season uh, uh so yeah i like tanner pearson pro prop a lot and then i also had Brokoski mantha and a all written down too so all guys you guys have already covered that i think you know fit the category well guys, you can probably find on waivers right now that uh, will be decent keeper candidates moving forward into yeah, next season.
3: Yeah, so I just want to briefly talk about... So Horvath, um, dating back to... I just went back to when he was kind of heated up at the end of last year, but dating back to March 4th of last year, um, <laughs> he is tied for 62nd in the NHL in points, uh, 20 goals and 25 assists over that span. Uh, that's 69 games for him, but that's like tied with the likes of... Couture uh, Kylock Poso Galchenyuk who has been hurt a lot but uh, even James Neal and it's ahead of guys like uh, Taylor Hall who's also battled injuries but like Patrick Hornquist who people just seem to be obsessed with all the time because he plays for the Phillies. I I remember when I brought him up right before the, during our, you know, a couple episodes ago, he was a guy that finished last year, super hot. And it's just continued into this year. Uh, Horvath's Horvath's a guy that everybody seems to kind of be sleeping on. And like, he's behind just behind guys like Johnny Gaudreau and stuff. So, they gave you, up
0: cory schneider to get him so yeah you
3: have to at least and that's the thing like i think vancouver realized like oh shit this guy is actually really good they got something in him and you're right though it's they tough. just really have to eventually just turn away from the old Sedin brothers but we'll see how and long erickson, that you know, takes. erickson definitely falls under that umbrella too well they just signed him to like a hundred year deal though dude they? Brutal.
2: like i still i think we talked about at the time uh which signing was you know worse, him or his or lad's uh and i still think it was his yeah, yeah. well it like just every, made no sense it's like yeah. just yeah like you know, yeah sure you're throwing money into a garbage fire but at least it's with the intention of winning games like what are, what are the canucks doing they're just trying to keep the Sidians happy man yeah seriously makes though.
3: no sense i would have been I trading think. both their asses this year yeah um so that's uh beebs are good right
2: For good yeah by? oh yeah
0: no i'm uh... all right
2: so we'll uh we'll move it on so Beebs can uh you know get to snoozing Go a We'll get into some Twitter questions.
0: You want to take the lead, Beebs? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, will. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Twitter question time. Oh, Brock, um, I'm not going to let you answer any then. Keep that up. But um, <laughs> 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 it's Twitter question time. Um, as always, if you ever want to tweet at us any questions, we'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. Or we'll, we can sometimes feature them on the show. Tweet at us at DFO Podcasts or at Brock underscore Segan or at 3D Berthium, or at Beavs Bondi. Any of us, give us a follow, send us questions. For know. the
3: fastest answers, don't tweet at at DFO podcast because it's so hard for me to check it. At, yeah, I try. At Brock underscore Seegan is going to be your fastest response, but... We try, though. We try. We do. We Anyways. try. I, I Sometimes I go i them like, oh, shit. Seven I notifications. normally end up getting them, but that's all right. <laughs> I got it. Anyway. Let's go.
0: This one comes from, uh, I believe, Patreon of ours. At Bierski. Yep. Um, and he uh, often tweets at us. We love it. Uh, but he asks, at DFO Podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he says, Sammy Vatnin, is he fantasy relevant after a couple healthy scratches? Also, Kuru, worth holding on to? So I guess we'll start with uh, Sammy Vatnin. Is he fantasy relevant after a couple of healthy scratches?
2: Uh,
0: um, Go but, ahead,
2: bro. D. D? Oh, I just dropped Vatnin in a league. Um, um, I also did. Yeah. The the thing about Randy Carlisle is is like um from my experience in following Randy Carlisle coach teams, once you're in Carlisle's doghouse, it's very hard to get out of it. Um Batnan is in it. So yeah, um, you know, he's still getting played, uh decent minutes, but I there's just too much going on in Anaheim, I really think. Like he's fallen off that top power play unit. Um you got guys like Fowler and Lindholm who are just as capable um so i i just can't really justify holding on to batman at this point um i'm just not really seeing the ceiling to kind of uh you know like the intrigue just isn't there for me like i said i just dropped him in a 14 team league um (laughs) so yeah
3: no i totally agree there's just fowler like vatman was that guy that you almost wanted to own there in in anaheim last year Yeah. And it's not the case this year. It's become It just kinda
2: seems like there's a wheel, right? Like it could be any of them.
3: Yeah, Um, and and, and Lindholm's played a lot better since like when Lindholm first like signed, like or re signed there, he struggled for a bit and Vatten was Mm -hmm. still like whatever. But then now it seems to be Lindholm kind of replacing him. And Vatten really hasn't done anything lately, so uh I, I, I don't really see uh, it depends how deep the league is, of course, but in a in a standard league, even in a 14 team league, like like you just mentioned, there's no point really.
2: Yeah, and keep in mind a team is really good, but <laughs> and then, um no, I I just there's just no real appeal there for me to look at this guy and say you know like like really what's the best case he averages half a point a game here on out. He's not yeah, even. Yeah, aver- he's run. not
3: even averaging like a shot and a half per game. He's not seeing top power play. But he's just there's nothing there.
2: It's disappointing, but I just kind of think there's too much. Like they all, they're all capable of playing that same role. Him, Lindholm, and Fowler. 100%. So you know when one of them gets into bad footing with the coach uh i just think you know like i said it doesn't bode well for him moving forward that was it for me but you know shout outs to yahoo who for some reason put him on day-to-day when he was first healthy so i got to throw him on my ir plus also he and was only out.
3: he Sorry. was only out for one game not a couple but anyways yes, no and
2: then i'm gonna just quickly it was definitely jump. a message it was a message game for sure yeah i'm gonna, Brock, and I'm gonna quickly jump quick.
3: on uh also marazic slash koro worth holding on to uh koro is shit so drop him he's <laughs> honestly trash i cannot even believe the red Wings continue to play him it makes no sense whatsoever also howard's making a uh conditioning start this saturday so howard will be back next week Wait, yeah. i heard he's playing
0: i say don't no. have either
3: well, like Mrazik, like the fact they even played—I might even get into it. It's so go to my Twitter next, feed if you want to Go next it. question. Mrazik is 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 awesome. Mrazik is a good goalie. The Red Wings are just shit.
2: They're doing him dirty
3: for sure. Oh my god, yeah. the fact they're even playing this tall son of a bitch for no reason makes no sense. I might be involved.
0: Carole's the badpokism
2: tri- just. But Barlamov
0: out. is awesome. God, and his Carole's team brutal, sucks. Man. So like, you don't want him. It's the Carole's same shit. Terrible. It's fantasy.
2: I'm sure he's a great guy, by the way, Carell.
3: Oh, I would love to hang out with Not him. Not NHL worthy admit, goal center. Oh yeah, hey, he
2: probably has some pretty good stories.
3: Oh, I'd love to hang out with him, but I never want to play him as my goalie if I was an NHL coach. <laughs> Alright,
0: we're moving on. Right. Yeah, that's
2: all <laughs> this it one is. comes from That's all it is.
0: Good. This one comes from M Gatto thirty four. And he says Ugh He says, Um, is it time to sell high on Pat Maroon? Or do we give him a fair chance to continue his scoring pace?
3: Trade high. We said it. Weeks I, yeah,
2: ago. I don't know how much trade value there is, um, yeah. but if you can get something decent for him, I would definitely do it. I think we kind of covered uh, what Maroon really is at this point. He's probably guys going to end up with around 25 goals this year, which definitely has some value. But if anyone you know thinks he's going to be anything more than long as
0: he's with before. McDavid, uh,
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly. All of this oh, literally, 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 a all of side of his fantasy value derives from playing alongside Connor McDavid. I can't like
3: actually, though a hundred.
2: No, like no, like
3: um, like a million percent. Yeah, he's won yeah. eight games without a goal. We talked no, about right. it. We talked about it when he was hot as shit, and we said trade him than as fast so as you can. The, the when when all of a sudden a guy who has never done well does well, you trade him. Yeah, we should level. probably
2: say McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Give Drysaddle a little bit of credit. No. Yeah, Drysaddle's been great, too, yeah. Absolutely.
3: I mean, Drysaddle's great, but, like, I mean, McDavid... Deserves, he's also playing McDavid, yes, I, yes. yes. All the anyway,
2: um, so, yes, if you can, I don't know how much trade value is there. Uh, if you, you know, I wouldn't drop him, though. I would definitely still... No, I would uh, definitely
3: not drop him as long as he's on that line. He's, yeah, he's definitely more than a
2: pawn at this point. Like, I would I throw,
3: I'd throw as many offers, including Maroon, as possible. But, I mean, <laughs> a guy that's gone... That's. Not, I mean, you know. he's yeah. gone dry for eight in a row. Like, you're. I. The moment has passed on maroon. Yeah. Could happen. Yes. Yeah, that's your, your I was opportunity thinking, to right. sell him high was. Yeah, three it's weeks ago.
2: Right. So it's right. probably not there. But I do. Like, I wouldn't drop him. But anyway, yeah. go ahead.
3: Please. Yeah,
0: he's a good bottom of the end guy. Um, oh yeah. This one comes this from at. Oh yeah. This one comes from at Lanner sandy twelve. Um. And has yes, at dfo podcast. I have Kari Lettinen as my third goalie with Jimmy Howard on EIR. When Howard returns, who is the best option to keep, Kari Lettinen or Jimmy Howard?
3: Um, Rock. So, if you want... Oh, shit. Okay. Basically, if you need, like, save percentage... Yeah, it sounds like he needs
2: it. Whatever. <laughs> if you need
3: save percentage or goals against average, like, if you need a little help there, if your goalies are good at winning games but you don't have the peripherals, then I would take Howard, 100%. Lennon, I think, honestly, has a better... Lennon seems to have a pretty strong hold on the Stars' net. I think...
2: Which definitely has some From this here, so. point forward, that was, that was from point. this
3: point forward, I think Lennon wins more games. For sure. But Howard's numbers... I think he plays more games. I so think Howard's numbers forever. are much better. I think Howard's goals against and save percentage... Are much better than Letnin, but doesn't win as many games. So I think it depends on what he's looking for. I think Howard's goals against will be almost significantly
2: lower. But like, I also I think, think it'll be like, a Jimmy's big difference. playing time is just such a question mark, as is you know. So is Letnin.
3: though. Letnin could lose three in a row and never start again. Right. Yeah. But I They're mean, Sir so looks great
2: this season across seventeen games. You know, that's still cut off of season's. Putting up 910, 910, 906. And obviously, Lennon is not even better than that or close no. to that. But uh, he doesn't have Morazic. He doesn't have that tall son of a bitch uh, that we talked about earlier. He's Coro. garbage. He's yeah.
3: going to the NHL.
2: Uh, and he doesn't have an indecisive <laughs> Jeff Blashel as Jared
3: Carell but... might as well play with Jared Stoll.
2: I'm just saying, if Howard struggles at all, like I do not see how you could possibly say there's a firm grip on that. Job. But just knows. the way it's played out this entire season.
3: No, for sure. But I I just... I'm saying, if I had to pick, if it was my team, I would say It's Howard. a tough call. I would say Howard. A tough I'm a fan, but I would take Howard. I just think he's just better. Yeah.
2: Leather I think he's just, better, too. Letton's on a better team,
3: though. I think Letton will win more fully. games.
2: At the bottom of the roster carries a lot of value, and yes, he's going to hurt your goals against and save percentage for sure. Um, oh god, it's hard. But I like yeah. uh, to me like the Dallas Stars goalie should just be. I only- like in more. Yeah, saying it. Yeah, it's but like it, I think yeah. god, like god. I'm not even totally convinced Howard's numbers are going to be better down the stretch though. I agree. Um, you know, like I said, super small sample size. Howard could. Just saying, Howard
0: could lose starts with Mrazek being who they want to be. Dude, the they won't extra, even right?
3: start Mrazek ahead of a guy that is only as tall as Shrek. That's his only. That's the only thing he's going for. It's
1: They've tall. both been bad, yeah, and
3: they still
2: won't start him. They're going to start like Howard a ton. Short. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, moving happy. I guess we didn't really answer your question. Uh, nope. Sounds. Well, like no, you guys.
3: Said, we answered it. You guys said let in. I said Howard. It depends yeah. who he likes more, me or you. Yeah, it depends <laughs>
2: what you need to, for sure. If um, you,
3: boy, if you need wins, Lennon.
1: <laughs> right, but I still... Only.
3: I would just say
2: Lennon because...
3: At the end of the day, it's effort. his third goalie. Yeah. It doesn't matter that much. Yeah,
0: really. But thanks for the question. Matter. Yeah. So, we didn't have any more questions. We had oh, a so it's my turn to take one. No, well, you take us home. Absman, oh, 29 did mention that Koivu is only 40% owned. So he just kind of gave us a shout out said he almost has a point per game since December. Oh,
3: Mika Koivu is one of my favorite players in the NHL. So yeah. if he's available in your league, pick him yeah, up. Him a grab. He only on has center unreal. status. So and he plays with my boy Mikael Granlund, which we talked about a lot. So pick Bro. up Mika Koivu. have got a lot of boys. Oh, they're both unreal. Dude, the Wild are the best Back. team in the Western oh, Conference.
0: Man, I, oh, I despise Minnesota.
3: Yeah. A lot of people, Colorado, Minnesota. It's yeah, yeah. a thing. Anyways, a thank problem. you for listening to episode number fifty-one. If you like what you heard, which whew, it was a tough episode, <laughs> I grinded through yep, it as bed. hard as I could. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if you like what you heard, comment. Uh, head over to iTunes, lay us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. If you I'm want to patron. become a patron, head yep. over to uh, Twitter at DFO Podcast and In tweet tell your friends Thanks, and then hopefully they tell their friends and then hopefully they tell their friend and it's vicious anyways enjoy the blue stones as always we'll see you guys back here next week for episode number 52
1: broken down so i walk the line i drop my wounds and i die i'm out of money i'm out of time i fly low like a broken arrow Slows and my vision arrows. Am i out of money, i out of time. Huh? Sing your hearts out, sing it loud. Make me happy, make me proud. Black holes, solid ground. Black holes, solid ground. A thousand voices set them free because it's solid.